In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be the very best dog owner your dog could ever wish for and to have a really well-behaved dog too. And today we are talking about possibly one of the most important things in terms of you realizing just how much you can do for your dog. And that is when they get into their senior years. Now, only recently I filled in a quiz to um, to, to check out one of my dogs and some things I could be using for her. And one of the things that really shocked me was actually she could be considered senior. Now, yeah. what do we consider to be a, a senior dog, Tom? Like, how does it work? Like, what's the way of thinking as a vet and a professional in, 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 in the dog world? Like, how do we feel? So the interesting thing is, is that it varies depending on the size of your dog. So, you know, the giant breeds, they're going to be classed as senior much earlier, whereas the tiny breeds, they're going to be classed as senior a little bit later. Um, but as a general rule, if you think that when your dog is around seven or eight years old, we can start to consider them as a senior dog. And in doing that then, when they're, you know, seven or eight years old, actually it can have some real big impacts in terms of their quality of life, their quantity of life, and the relationship that you have with them. Now, when we think about our senior dogs, I know that um, for me, I've had uh, some beautiful experiences, lovely experiences um, with um, my own senior dogs and also client senior dogs. And I suppose it's mostly about adapting the experience, um, Mm. editing the experience, changing uh, what we do potentially uh, to enable our senior dogs to live out the best um, years that they can live. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if we were to think about what are the signs of, you know, what some of you may have heard of as cognitive decline, canine cognitive decline, those signs of um, brain aging that happen as our dogs go into their senior years. Well, actually, there's quite there are numerous ones so the first is changing responses so how they would normally respond to something they don't they don't respond in the same way and that doesn't necessarily mean they don't respond at all you might find that they become um, fearful of things that they weren't previously fearful of you might find that they get weirdly overexcited about things that they didn't previously get overexcited about another that I just have to relate to so much because in Poppy's senior years this one was testing Mm -hmm. stretch uh, increased vocalization to yeah. the level that was like insane. Like she would just stand there. And you guys will all know this. She would stand there staring at the wall and then she would do a, and then her head would go mm. up and there'd be a long dramatic pause. And then about yeah. 10 seconds later, she would do another one. And then apparently for nothing, definitely couldn't work out reason and almost would get stuck yeah. in this little pattern of vocalizing. Yeah. 
at the wall or at nothing and um, pattern of vocalizing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and that's Increased. characteristic. And, you know, another one would be like a loss of joy, just generally maybe not kind of as joyful as they normally would be, whether that, you know, you think of as a you know wagging tail or maybe they don't get up to greet you when they when you come home um, from being out. A loss of learning. So things that they previously knew how to do, they no longer know how to do. A dog who used to be cool with, with being alone and actually now is a little bit more worried, a little yeah. bit more anxious, a little bit more um, separation isn't isn't mm. so cool for them. Yeah. They want to follow you everywhere. They want to be in your skin. Yeah. They literally are trying to hound you around the house. Next up would be a change in sleep-wake cycles. And, you know, th- this uh, for sure, you know, having um, a oh, couple poppy. of senior dogs in, in my time um, in the middle of the night getting stuck in, in between the chair legs because yeah. they've become disorientated. And, and for Poppy, it would be um, literally middle of the night. She would just decide about 3 or 4 a.m. Yeah. Arr. And she would be doing this at the wall. Yeah. Um, and you know what just changed how she was? And then in the daytime, would be fast asleep all day long and would be sleeping when she was normally busy. Yeah. Um, so definitely changes. Um, definitely, um, yeah, we, we definitely had to get used to that. Everyone was a bit disorientated mm-hmm. by that at first. Yeah. Next up would be a change in toileting. So, you know, characteristic of your senior dogs, you might find that they forget their toilet training and guys we're telling you about the signs to tell you about how common these are and then we're going to tell you what to do about them the other thing is that your dog may have one of these or all of these or your dog may have none of these Mm -hmm. you know what for me i would certainly let's say i took poppy changing responses yes she had no loss of joy the loss Mm -hmm. of joy was not apparent for her vocalizing yes separation yes disorientation not until her very final probably six months Mm -hmm. so after um then although could we consider the barking at the wall as disorientation yes possibly um so loss of learning on the whole she's pretty darn good change in sleep wake very 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 apparent toileting certainly every now and again she would just squat and you'd be like why are you weeing here this is not the place to wee and uh, definitely 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 saw some gentle change in interactions and actually some good ones as well some of her changes in interactions she started to really enjoy the company of other dogs (laughs) which she didn't as a young dog so you know what actually some of the changes like they they vary yeah absolutely and you know if we think about how common these are well, there was a study done in 2001 by Nielsen et al. And what they found is that dogs over 10 years old, 25% of owners um, with a dog over the age of 10 reported two or more of these signs. When you got to 15 years of age or older, 60% of owners reported this. And this is, you know, owner reporting. So this requires the the owners that they asked to have been aware and of their vigilant dogs. vigilant of it. Which means that probably, you know, these, these numbers are on higher. the low side and these numbers numbers are actually higher in reality. So, you know, what's going on from a game changer perspective in senior dogs? Well, First things first, they have a reduction in their senses. So their hearing reduces, their eyesight and, and reduces. And you'll notice this because they're not maybe quite as, um, as as aware as you thought they were or they maybe don't quite see you in certain places or yeah. maybe they're not, they, they you, you're behind them and they look but they don't locate you because yeah. they're not necessarily um, hearing correctly. Absolutely. And so these things you start to notice, um, just that, it's just those subtle changes. Next up would be a reduction in taste. So this is the, the sense that we often forget about changing with air. 
age. But the reality is because they have a reduction in hearing, they have a reduction in vision and they have a reduction in taste. These dogs can actually be senior dogs can be harder to reward at times because, you know, they don't necessarily like the taste of their food quite so much. Maybe they can't locate their food as easily if you throw it. Again, there's stuff that we can do about this. We're going to talk about that later. Their tolerance of frustration. I, I for sure saw that with Poppy yeah. changing. Like, you know what? She definitely, definitely, definitely was not so patient. Mm. Uh, the older she got, the to be honest, the more demanding she got. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, it was it was a different. It was a, a, dealing with a different dog in lots of ways. Yeah, absolutely. And they become less flexible, and that's both in their bodies, but also in their minds. Mm. They not so, they, not suppliable. Yeah, they get really dependent on their routine. And you know what everybody tells you is, oh, you've got to have a routine for your senior dog. The mm. reality is that let's say you, I don't know you, you decide your routine is um, feed them at ten, walk them at twelve, feed them at five. Well, what happens is they start to bark and get agitated at 10 minutes to that those time points but then it comes forward every day before long actually it can be a totally different time and they're anticipating your routine because you set that routine and so that's actually the opposite of what what we should do with senior dogs next up they become more pessimistic this is in part because um, one thing characteristic of cognitive decline whether we're talking humans with dementia and alzheimer's or whether we're talking dogs with cognitive decline is that there's an increase in anxiety and also these dogs they have reduced hearing they have reduced vision and so everything's a bit more novel things take them by surprise which can make them more pessimistic again and i think when we're considering this i mean we also need to consider what situations we're putting our senior dogs into and actually um, how we are considering all of these things. For example, with um, Poppy, actually in her final years, she didn't really go off site at home a lot Mm -hmm. other than to very, very safe places. I wouldn't have put her out in big public spaces or I wouldn't have taken her on really crazy long car journeys because Mm -hmm. those weren't things that I felt were right for her level of... um, I suppose, senior senior behavior than yeah. what she had. So she did, she always had lots of company. She was always around here a lot, but she didn't actually um, go on any big, big sort of out, like into, into mm. big public spaces. Novel places, yeah. Spaces that I felt she wouldn't have been best um, protected. Mm. So what can we do about this? Well, the cool thing is, is there's a lot we can do about this. And really, the way that we can best help our senior dogs comes from two worlds. It comes from the the world of um, games and it comes from the world of nutrition. Now, first things first, we can if it, effectively what we need to do with our senior dogs is actually treat them a little bit more like puppies. So we need to do, lo- do lots of optimism games. Play lots of enrichment games with yeah. them. Do lots for their food. Ditch the bowl. Ditch Teach the routine. Them. Teach them new tricks and you know there's that saying uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks it needs to be changed to actually you must teach an old dog new tricks because what you're doing is you're you're making that that you're kind of returning to that spaghetti like brain that's more flexible that's learning new things that's able to retain learning and um and what you know what is really happening on a you know a physiological level is that their neurons are dying throughout their life their neurons are getting used less and less um and the if they don't use them, they lose them. And so by getting our senior dogs to use and do things that they wouldn't normally do, actually they start to regain some of that ability and all through the games and the way that you interact and with them. all of the games that we play in the training academy, all of the games we play in Sexy Than a Squirrel, yeah. so many Any games. Any on the Facebook page. Lots and lots on the Facebook page, loads on YouTube, loads yeah. of you guys loving YouTube. Uh, so actually there's loads of opportunity for you to learn the games, whether that be through the training academy, whether yeah. that be through Sexy Than a Squirrel, 
whether that be through the Facebook page, you know what? There is a game for that. And the other thing that we think is really important for senior dogs is to actually ditch that routine, ditch the bowl. I think for Poppy, for two different reasons, uh, the massive one on ditch the bowl for her was actually she couldn't stand for a prolonged period. Mm. So her brother, um, I remember chatting to um, her brother's owner and she said to me, one of his biggest struggles was standing for a prolonged period Mm. over a dinner bowl. Poppy in her last five years didn't have a dinner bowl. Um, And I remember even to the day that... um, I know. I know. This is a, always a sad topic. Um, Poppy. Poppy was um, put to sleep, uh, and even to this day, I feel really good about the way it was all done. Yeah. And that was because it was done in such a prepared way. She was still chewing and eating and um, like finding little bits of food, even though she'd mm. lost all her mobility, because she was always loving doing that. So yeah. even to that day, she couldn't stand still for prolonged periods, but she could scatter feed. Yeah. She could um, have um, chew sticks and, and be laying laying down. But what we did was we varied how she was always fed. So she never had that collapse over a bowl. Mm. And yet what I've realized is so many dogs do have the collapse over the bowl. And yet owners don't think to mm. maybe change it by not feeding the bowl anymore. Yeah. So like, it, yeah. and, and like what an, an enrichment an for a dog. Fix as well. it, it hits both, right? Yeah. It hits the, the physical need of the dog, mm. but it also really hits the mental need yeah. of our senior dogs. And uh, for goodness sake, like, why don't we like educate everyone around here? Like, let's mm. think about this because this is something that's so simple and keeps our senior friends with us for a bit longer. Yeah. Like it's such a nice way through yeah absolutely and you know then we think about ditching the routine and how you know if they if we don't have a routine if we totally lose the routine then actually we get rid of we we boost their tolerance of frustration we boost their flexibility but also they don't have anything to be frustrated about because there's there's no anticipation there right um next up just as you would with a puppy don't rely on the taste of the treat to reward them. Instead, think about what experience can we create with that food? Can we maybe roll it? Can we hide it so they have to sniff it out? Can we get them to catch it? Yeah. Remember that if they're using their sensors, they're less likely to lose their sensors. And so get them using it, get that, you know, test them, challenge them, grow them, um, and their body will adapt. The, the body will become what it practices every day. What a lot of um, senior dog owners are told is to not take them for walks, to, oh, don't try and teach them anything new. And we make their lives even more bland and routine-based. And then it's no surprise that they develop these struggles because the brain is adapting to what we present it with. Absolutely. And I think the thing is, what you've got to do is always look at the individual and then, I think, create the... Um create the opportunity yeah absolutely and so they're just some of the games that we would use in working with with um, with senior dogs and if you know of anyone with a senior dog if you have a senior dog yourself if you know of anyone whose dog is coming into these sen- mm-hmm. senior years I suppose um, please 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 share the podcast yeah. please make sure they know about this one you can share it to your Facebook page your Instagram page you know what you can share it and it's 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 literally it's a free opportunity for mm-hmm. um, growing this understanding yeah and the thing is that you know, the world and the un- the current understanding of senior dogs is doing them a real disservice. It's doing them a real disservice because we owners are being told to settle for what they're seeing. And the reality is that if you set the expectation a little bit higher, if we adapt to uh, adapt the way that we interact with them through games to what is going on in their brain and, and in their behavior, actually, we unlock greater levels of quantity of life, greater levels of quality of life, and you kind of hit new relationship heights in your dog's senior year. 
years. Now, that's the game side of things, but also nutrition is very important for senior dogs. And in fact, um, you know, there's research out there that I can bet that your trainer's not told you about, that your vet's not told you about, that, you know, isn't all over Facebook, and yet it is a game changer. And, you know, if we just run through some of the research on senior dogs and what can be achieved with them now. First of all, study in 2002. Um, I have to say, Tom's getting geeky now. He loves it, this. If you haven't heard Tom I, get honestly, geeky, he is. I'm he so loves it. passionate about what can be achieved with senior dogs. You're going to love this. Kotman et al., um, a, a research group in 2002, found that that oxidative damage that is going on, um, that is going on in, in your dog's brain and in their nervous system as they they become older what they did is they they gave two groups of dogs a, a young group and a, a senior group um, they gave two groups of dogs some challenges they asked them to effectively like cognition challenges so they were like discrimination tasks and things like that super fun things like that and basically they got a score on their cognitive ability then what they did is they put the young group and the senior group or on an antioxidant-rich diet. And they then tested them again after they'd been on the antioxidant-rich diet a little while. And what they found is that the young group, they scored the same in the tests before and after. The, The diet made no difference. The senior group, they scored better on the cognition tests after having the antioxidant supplemented diet. So it shows that not only are antioxidants important for prevention, they're actually, they can turn back time when it comes to senior dogs. I mean, that's exciting. That is exciting. And then we think about these antioxidants um, in um, in a, a different context. And um, the, interestingly, this study was looking at whether um, dogs would be a useful model for studying um, dementia and Alzheimer's in humans. And it was a study in 2018 by um, a research group led by PAN. And um, I'll, I'll just quote the study. These results indicate that long-term supplementation with antioxidants and B vitamins can have cognition-improving effects and supports the use of nutritional strategies in targeting brain aging associated risk factors as an intervention to delay cognitive aging. So in other words, antioxidants and B vitamins delay cognitive aging in dogs. And that's what they were hoping would be the same in humans. Now, Another study that, again, you've probably not heard about, but there's actually extensive research going on um, in relation to this particular superfood in humans is lemon balm. Lemon balm has been shown to improve cognitive function and agitation and anxiety associated with Alzheimer's disease and cognitive decline in humans. And so this is now an area of significant clinical study. And actually, there are clinical trials going on right now looking at um, giving lemon balm to humans with Alzheimer's to um, turn to, back to, time yeah to identify this has actually been a therapeutic option mm. and so again lemon balm for dogs very very interesting and in fact there's no studies on lemon balm um, specifically in relation to senior um, senior dogs but you know we've got some pretty cool a- anecdotal um, evidence that when we released um, Calm Canine it was um, one of the quickest things actually that we yeah. had reports on wasn't it it like was one of the things that came back first from people I mean Calm Canines transformed dogs all over the world and, and um, whatever hugely, the age like hugely transformed and one of the quickest things that we received within like I mean literally weeks yeah We had many, many emails from senior dog owners owners saying, I don't know what you got in this that is helping my dog, Mm. but he's a completely different dog. He's like a puppy again. It's turned back time. And that lemon balm is what's driving that. Now, um, 
Of course, you're thinking, oh my word, that's amazing. Cognition can be improved with diet. But what about, you know, their senses? What about eyesight, for example? Well, the interesting thing is, is that there are actually studies um, to show, like, for example, um, the one that I've got in mind here in 2016, Wang et al. Um, what they did is they supplemented dogs with lutein, vitamin C and vitamin E, three antioxidants, right? Um, and what that showed is improvement in vision, improvement in retinal function and less decline in refractive error, which is a, a, a component of vision. And so, again, what we're seeing is that actually adding antioxidants to dogs' diets when they've already got vision impairment actually, you know, turns back time. Crazy. And so you think about the implication of that in um, in preventing it, and it's, it's huge. And so this led us, you know, on a bit of a journey. We're very passionate about senior dogs, you know, but uh, myself, I've had Peggy, who um, who she passed away. Uh, like I think she was a week shy of eighteen. And Poppy, how old was she? Poppy when? was seventeen. Seventeen. So it was pretty. It's, it's a passion area of ours. We we don't believe that any dog should and ever be lost. I think the other thing that I I know that you're proud of with Peggy, and I'm hugely proud of with Poppy, is that she really was on no medication. And yeah. I get that you as a vet and working in the vet profession that that obviously medications are part of what you guys do. And at the same time, it isn't something yeah. we ever really want our dogs no. to need. Right? Right? Like we don't want not. our dogs to. Um, so with all um, due respect, we also would prefer to keep our dogs in a place where they don't need to have huge pain relief all the time exactly. or um, lots and lots of different steroid or anything mm. else that we might need to give a, an, a, an older dog. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I was always hugely proud of this. And I know that you were um, too, yeah. Tom. Um, so for me, there's a lot of good we can give without going down the um, prescription. Absolutely. Route. That's not, you know, there, there are things that you can do that you're in control of as a dog owner for when your dog reaches that seven years old you get to be controlled you, can, you don't have to go for the prescription you don't have yeah. to go and um, feel like um, your dog has to go on something that might be very unhealthy for mm. them and at the same time will help with um, some of the struggles you're having and I think this is really empowering what for a dog do owner. now impacts tomorrow and so you know what we what we created because it's a passion area of ours is we created Calm Canine Senior Boost which is effectively uh, a formula of superfoods that contain those antioxidants that contain that those B vitamins, those lemon things, balm. I remember chatting to you a while back, Tom, and, and this was one of our AOK9 chats ages and ages ago. And I remember saying to you, oh, I really want this and I really want that and I really want this and I really want that. And when, by the time we put that in and then we grab that and then we make sure we go shopping and we, we pile in this. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this just doesn't feel doable mm-hmm. because there's so many things I need to add on a daily basis to make yeah. sure that my dog's diet is looking yeah. as good as I want it to be. Like it was quite complex when, to try and pull all of that together. Yeah, and when you think about senior dogs and how they not, they, they're often not necessarily as into their food as they were oh, because they, they've lost taste. And then you're thinking, I'm going to be adding these vegetables and blueberries and all these other things. And actually, it then becomes incompatible with the animal that you're working with, right? Because they, they're now refusing it. So we create a Calm Canine Senior Boost. It's a powder. It means that in a scoop a day, you can know that you know, you're know you covering the lemon balm, the antioxidants, the B vitamins, the, the probiotic requirements you're of a senior dog. so many different areas areas that when you look at them individually they're tough to find all individually and by the time you've like put that one together and that one together and that doesn't work with that and that doesn't work with that and then that doesn't mix so Mm. you know what I found it quite complex trying to source my own 
Exactly. And so we created Calm K9 Senior Boost. It's available right now. It's actually already, um, we've been getting insane reviews um, about how it's and, transforming and for, senior dogs. The thing that excites me as well, there's there's huge amounts there for, um, for, for really great brain condition. Yeah. So I think there's lots of good stuff there uh, to enable our dogs to stay fit, healthy yeah. and uh, young for as long as they, they possibly can. Absolutely. I'm just seeing if I can find just, a couple of the reviews that have um, that have come in because they're you know they're pretty incredible um, here we go so like this one from Irene she says our old Bichon Frise was waking us up every couple of hours all through the night including panting and crying since giving him Calm Canine Senior Boost he goes all through the night every night has stopped panting and and um, and crying and is back to his old self fantastic result bliss no more and sleepless nights you consider nights. how much that chains, uh, changes sorry wonderful wonderful um, Irene's lifestyle yeah. with her little dog. Her little um, dog's happier, yeah. our little Bichon here. Yeah. And Irene, like for me, someone taking away my sleep, I know it because of, of Eliza, someone taking away my sleep is like, it's, it's painful, mm. it's yeah. painful. Yeah. So actually... Um, that's beautiful. And, you know, we like Marilyn as well. She, she's just sent in a review and she says, smells nice. He likes it. And, and in only a couple of weeks, it seems to have stopped nighttime barking in my almost 16 year old boy. I've already recommended it. So, guys, Aww. you know, if you've got a dog who's over seven years old and you're thinking, oh, my word, I did not know about all this. I'm processing it all. It, what do I do? You know what? Play games with your dog, yeah? Number um, one, play games with your dog. Ditch the bowl, ditch the routine. And absolutely don't feel guilty about ditching the bowl or the routine. Your dog will thank you for yeah. it. Enrichment, number four. So think enrichment, whether that's through the top three or whether it's something unique that you're going to do. Yeah. Think enrichment and think hard on enrichment. And absolutely. for me, number five would certainly be consider what you're feeding, how you're feeding and what you're supplementing. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so much good you can do here. There's the power of so much good it's in a scoop. Yeah. It literally, listen to what Irene said and Marilyn here have said. Um, and if you have used um, the, the AOK9 Senior Boost, please leave us a review. Mm -hmm. It's what enables other people uh, to feel the opportunity it, that they can try it. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is powerful, knowing that we're going to change mm -hmm. so many dogs' lives um, with um, this this information. Absolutely. So to get hold of Senior Boost, all you've got to do is head to a-ok9.com and grab yourself a pouch we'll ship it right out to you and you can get started on your senior boost it's journey an amazing opportunity for your dog and at the same time even if you just manage to do the top four yeah. and take away lots of the cool learning here i think it's a really special yeah. senior episode no dog is ever lost and with that guys that was this episode of the sexier than a squirrel podcast go give your senior dogs hugs or even better play a game with them we'll see you next time and remember Stay sexy. Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program. Huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today. Where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy. 